Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Let's go. This is the Good Bros Podcast. I'm here with my man's Westlow. What's up, Good Bros Patron? As you know, we got a bunch of hot topics and good things to talk about today. But before we get started talking about all these topics, let me ask the most important question, at least to me. And that is, Wes, how have you been since we last done an episode? Uh, yes, sir. Um, a lot has happened since then, as always. Uh, oh, my God, let's see. Just been digging more into my photography, man. So, shout out to my Instagram page, you know, at flat, on Instagram, the at symbol flashback underscore with Wes. Um, just been doing, like, little gigs here and there, just doing shoots. Um... Working, of course, uh, preparing for uh, wifey's birthday coming up. That's like at the end of October, so getting planning together for that. Gonna be hitting this um, anime convention in New York as well. So, bro, I found it up. I found a website you know, that I can buy like co- cosplay costumes are pretty much already there, bro. I'm 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 almost ready. I'm almost ready to start doing conventions. I probably won't be ready till like next year though, because like you know this Delta variant and like you know Kong flu. Is a con? I'm not saying kung flu. I'm saying con flu. You know, when you go to a convention, a lot of conventions like Otakon, Comic Con, so they call it the con flu. I just want to make sure it doesn't get mistaken that I'm 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 not I'm not on that Trump stuff. But con flu is a real thing. Like you'll go to a con and end up with the flu because hygiene. Some people go to these conventions and hygiene was never. Uh, let's just say they score on an F when it comes down to hygiene in some of these conventions. That's why the mask stays on. Oh, um, I did that when I went to uh, Otakon. Yeah. Well, you, well, I mean, you had to, but e- even if it was a choice. Yeah, you got that, bro. Bro, I, I actually need you to help me find, um, I, I think his name is Akazi, Akazi, the the third upper moon in Demon Slayer. I'm trying to find his contacts, bro. I need to help, need help find his contacts because I need those, I like, I need those contacts. Everything else I got, I know what I'm going to do with the costume, the idea. Like, I'm not going to paint myself white. I'm just not doing that, but. I know everything else I'm going to do for the cosplay. I just need to figure out how to get those contacts. Those contacts are going to like, they're, they're like the central piece that I need to get it to all make sense. I normally don't trust contacts, uh, but yeah, I got you. Um, but yeah, so, you know, preparing uh, kind of just for that. Um, still haven't even decided what I'm going to cosplay yet, but that's an anime convention in New York. So if you're going to be there, come holler at your boy. Um, I will be there, of course, with my DMV anime club. So definitely shout out to them as well. Um, I, I, you know, Wes, we've been friends forever. You never, you never told me you was a part of a part of a, a, a part of some blurs, bro. Like, never told me this. I feel offended. As long as we know each other, I never knew this. You know, I've been riding with anime since day one. But it's okay. What? It's cool. No, you see my social media. It's cool. You know, I've been. Bro, I'm gonna be on social media like that. <laughs> like, That's true. <laughs> I just found that out just recently. You no know, reason. I found that out recently because I got on social media more for the podcast, and that's when I found out. Yeah, man. Like I've been in there since like twenty nineteen, mm. I believe. Yeah, they found me on Twitter, 
Uh, and then, yeah, I joined it. And I was just, because at first I thought it was, you know, something fake. And then I was like, oh, nah, this is actually legit. Follow Westlow on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. Westlow underscore. It's kind of sad. Uh, sometimes I don't remember the exact format of my Instagram name, but that's okay. We yes, asked Westlow underscore. But anyway, oh, and sorry, correction for my portfolio page. It's flashback underscore with underscore West. So flashback underscore with underscore West. But, uh, yes, just to wrap this up, sorry, Amy, to take this long. But everything's been good, man. Like I said, just been diving into photography, getting ready for these conventions, preparing for fall, just, you know, normal adult things or whatnot. What about you? No, you're good, bro. You take as much time as you want, bro. We we don't come together too often. We, we, come, we, we come together often for these, but, you know, there's always a lot of time in between, so it's enough time for a lot of things to go on. Because I definitely exactly. know I got, I got a lot to talk about today, yo, because, like, I've been my mindset has been very open to a lot more things recently because um I just started going on this uh this uh, it's not like a, a like I, when I say it's not going to come across right cuz I want to say a sex kick but it's not really a sex kick it's like more of a looking at sex in a different perspective more recently and it's just crazy like how my brain just went down this rabbit hole man it's kind of like <laughs> it's almost like I was eating shrooms but I wasn't. I, ne- I didn't have no shrooms. This wasn't a shroom-induced thought process. This is just something where, you know, when I have enough time on my hands, I'm driving to work. And, I, you know, when you don't have anything planned, no radio, no nothing, you're just driving, you're just listening to the road. It was one of those kind of moments. Yeah. I just had a lot of those moments. And I was just thinking about, you know, sex being a spectrum. You know, it's like I, I was. my mindset just started. I guess you could say this is me, me opening my third eye a little bit. And I just started realizing that, you know, it's a lot of labels we put on sex is like, I think labels we do out of not being comfortable with what sex is. And a lot, a lot of this thought process came from our last episode when I was talking about sex work and how, you know, I think we had to change our ideas of how we look at sex workers. But um, like case in point, let me ask you a question, right? And I'm sorry for anyone who's listening. This is going to kind of be a little bit uh, graphic. Not graphic. I'm not going to be going in like mass detail. But some of this stuff might be a little a little crude. Um, but let me ask you a question, Wes. If Are you ready? Yes, sir. So if a guy and a girl are entertaining a sexual act, right? And the guy wants the girl to peg him. You know, peg being, you know anal but the girl's kind of like has a strap on and she goes into the guy would you consider that gay would i consider the guy gay yeah yeah would you consider the guy being gay for wanting to get pegged by his girlfriend uh yes while he may not like not gay isn't that's his i think the proper word is orientation because technically that would be bi but yes i would definitely like pretty much i would i in my words, I don't believe you can say this is straight, like, um, like completely. Like, if you are a guy and you like that, to your, even the fact that it's your girlfriend, I think that does indicate, fucking to me, that that you're definitely okay because it means that you like receiving penis, and you're a man when men don't like receiving penis. Usually, unless you're gay, I don't really see how that. Uh, you know, like I, like, I don't see how you could like that, but not claim to be gay. I feel like that would be a little bit of a misdirection. Now, see, I was in that same camp where I thought that, too. Now, but then I looked at it, and I'm like, well, if you think about it, right? Committing a homosexual act is like when 
two of the same sex lay in bed and ha- perform sexual actions on each other. But right. if you're having sex with your girlfriend, wife, whatever they may be, that's not exactly having doing anything that's gay. Y'all, the, the sexual acts that you choose may not be frowned, maybe frowned upon other people, but you're not doing anything that much different. One of the things that someone asked me is like, well, no, because like, how does two men have sex? I'm like, yeah, but one of the things is oral sex. And what do men and a woman do? They have oral sex, but you don't look at that and say, oh, man, you gay because that's what that's what gay guys do. No, it's just that's it's just true. deemed normal. But that's because us as a society, we deem that as OK. That's within our comfortability. But when you do something that's not within our comfortability, we're quick to throw labels on it. Similar to like if um, a person has a high body count, you know, I think I think the sweet spot is like under 20. If you have under 20 bodies and you're a guy, it's kind of OK. But if you have any more women look at you like, Ugh. and you know, well, women is even less like I think a woman can have 20 bodies and automatically a lot of people want to look at her as being like fast and easy. And I just think that's the problem with with how we view sex and we don't look at it as a spectrum. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm saying all this, but I fully agree with you, Wes. I'm not for the whole pegging thing. I just, I have a little bit of like, uh, let's say, let's let's say a little bit of mask, a little too much masculine energy in me. And I just, I just can't, I can't vibe with that. You know, it's just, it's, there's no way where I won't feel like a man if I had that done to me. But at the same time, I'm going through this thought process in my head recently. I don't, I'm not knocking anybody that likes it. If that's what you like, that's what you like. Before, I would right. definitely knock it. I would knock it for sure. Hey, make that known. Complete these, uh, these mm, disclaimer. Uh, if that's what you like, you know, whatever. Like I said, that, but that's just my opinion. Like, like as in, for me, I'll take all those words that I said, I would say for me. So, for any other individual, if you do that and you still consider yourself straight, then yeah, that's your path. That's your window, whatever. But for me, if I was to do that, I would not consider myself straight. So, thank you for making that uh, that point. Yeah, like I'm like again, like it's to, to each their own. For me, I don't. I'm I going through this process and looking at a lot of things, especially that. I was just like, nah, I don't see it like that anymore. Like it's just one of them things where it's just like, that's what you like to do. That's what you like to do. Um, and I think I think a lot of things we have to look at differently. You know, like for instance, if you like. If you like eating them groceries, bro, eat them groceries. You know, eat them groceries to the best of your ability. It's oh, that's okay. If um right. you like having a lot of sex, that doesn't mean that you're a slut. It's I think the only time it kind of you kind of hit thought status is if like you just don't care. Like their personality can be good or trash or whatever, and you just don't care. Then you know you you you're definitely approaching thought status. But if you're somebody that you build relationships with these people, these cool people, their friends, you just want to have sex with them. Granted, like, you know, you're open in a can of worms that may be difficult to deal with down the line, but I wouldn't deem that person like being easy or like anything like that. They build a connection, they build a rapport with the person and getting to know the person before they continue to end those actions. So stuff like that is um open my eyes a lot more to those kind of things and just how we just as, as a, us as a society, we label things that we're uncomfortable with with negative labels to make people feel bad that they do them. But honestly, there's nothing wrong with like sex. Like I was having a conversation with somebody like if you pleasure, if you like if you pleasure yourself, there's nothing wrong with pleasuring yourself. Like that was another thing that, you know, us growing up in like middle school and high school, a lot of people knocked people that did that. Like, oh, man, that's so you get no girls or something. Like that. But there's nothing wrong with doing that, you know, a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes don't want to have to constantly keep putting in the effort, you know, or like, cause you might have a partner that want to go 20, 30 minutes 
Some dudes might not want to do that. Some dudes might want to just put like two minutes in, you know, and call it a day. But, you know, if you care about your partner, you don't want to give them like something lackluster. So it's just like, bro, I'll just handle it myself. And then when later down the line, if she wants to do something, then I'll be more inclined to do it later in the line. Like, you can be tired. You can just want to get what you got to get done and get it out the way and keep it moving. There's nothing wrong with that. So I think um, that was just something I was just going down the, the rabbit hole with was just like understanding that, you know, I feel like. We got to stop labeling things that we don't like or we're not comfortable with with negative labels to make people feel bad. And definitely when it comes down to the spectrum of sex, a lot of people are inclined to do things like that. That's quite the interesting rabbit hole. Yeah, bro. Uh, it, was, it was crazy, bro. It was on just... a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it, was a, it, was a, it was definitely a week or two of a thought process in my head about it, bro, because... Um, Cause I was talking to somebody who has like an open relationship and I was just asking to find open. So like, and again, his case is a unique case. It's not the same for everybody, but with his case, he was telling me that, you know, he has his girl and like, that's his girl. Like, no, that's the one he goes out with. He goes on dates with and this, that the third, but he said he's also was, he's also a wild dude. He likes, he's like, He's on all the spectrums of sex. I think he likes everything, the way this dude be talking. So he was just telling me, like, some things that his girl doesn't like doing that he likes to do. And they kind of, they accepted the fact that, you know, there's going to be women that he's going to mess with. But he's only messing with them because they, their, their, their sexual interests align with his on certain things. So I was like, what do you mean? Like, so you don't, you're not like, you don't like having sex with a girl? He's like, no, nah, I like having sex with my girl because that's, that's the person I love. I love having that connection with her. But... At some there's some points where she can't meet me sexually and she's not comfortable meeting me sexually. So she's he basically said they came to agreement of having an open relationship where let's say he's in let's say first thing comes to mind is like bondage. She likes bonded sex, she doesn't like being tied up and stuff like that. So he'll might meet up with a girl that's into that kind of thing and it's kind of flame. He he equated it to me as like how I like going to conventions. You like going to conventions and dressing up, right? That's not something your wife's into, but you'll go over and hang out with people that like dressing up and enjoy it, right? And I was like, Yeah. He said, same thing with me with sex. Like I might like a girl that likes being tied up. My wife doesn't like it. I might like someone that likes uh aggressive role play. I know my wife uh, not my wife, his girl. He said, I know my girl's not into it. So he said that's why I go I just look for that stuff outside it doesn't mean I doesn't like my girl any less the way he broke it down to me was that this is always going to be the person I want to spend the rest of my life with these girls I'm with they're just fulfilling a need that's that's it they're not fulfilling anything else in my life so I was like huh it was it was interesting I was just like trying to like I, I I was looking at that I was like bro that that could, that only works in like very rare relationships because you know how hard it is to find somebody yeah, that's okay with that yeah I'm like yeah, you're not gonna find too many people that are and okay with that but more power to him because he found it he found it for him and that for him and his girl that works yeah. unless he was capping <laughs> but if he wasn't yeah. capping then more cap yeah. more power to him yeah that's the enough said enough yeah enough said on that just yeah. Own. Yeah, it's 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 a, it was an interesting um, conversation I had with the guy, but um, that's it for my uh, insanely crazy uh, rabbit hole of thoughts. I guess you can say. <laughs> but let's get into these questions, man. Go Not questions. Deep, but... Young Padawan. You said what? <laughs> what? Is that the rabbit hole goes deep, young Padawan? <laughs> 
man, I don't know if I want to be part of that Jedi society, bro. That might be one of them, that might be one of them societies where I just want to like look in the window and go like, huh, there was some crazy stuff in there and just keep it moving, bro. Um, but yeah, let's get into a lot of these topics, man. I know you had a bunch of stuff you wanted to get into. Um, so why don't you kick it off, Wes? I know, um, let's kick it off with the first thing that you put down. Oh yeah, man. So, uh, we posted this on the Good Bros earlier to give you guys a little, like, preview to the, uh, this, uh, topic, but Robin is, uh, now been written as a, uh, bisexual character. Um, have you heard about this? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard about it. Um, honestly, in my opinion, I don't feel any kind of way about it because at no point in time, because I believe this is the Tim Drake Robin, right? Uh, oh, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not so far into DC too. I know like all the Robins off the back, but I think this is the Tim Drake Robin because they already did something with. Uh, the original first Robin, uh, Jason Todd, not Jason Todd, um, Dick Grayson. Dick and Grayson. he was romantically involved with Starfire from Teen Titans. Um, and then I know the Jason Todd, the one that died and came back, he had a thing for Batgirl. So I think it might be Tim Drake because that's the first, that's the one they haven't really said was into anybody. And also, I don't care. That's what they chose to do. It was never, it was never like he went out of his way to say like oh yeah i'm into this or i'm into that you know it just it was it was always left ambiguous so the fact they decided to put a label on it doesn't really affect me like i said a lot of that stuff doesn't affect me unless you start bending people just to be inclusive so like if they said oh batman is bisexual now nah, like bruce wayne has always loved the woman that's all he's been about was women that's all he messed with was women so that's that's never been him so why are you changing him up to make like a cheap, uh, a cheap pop for in- inclus- inclusiveness. With this, but I feel like they, they. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's with this too, because it's in a way. Because with this our situation, I would say, why not just make a brand new character? So you know, that's their own story. You know what I mean? Even though I know it was left ambiguous, like you said, which that does help because you know that does give the writer the freedom to go either way. But so uh, I don't know. I, I guess I would have to look at the history to see if he ever was like involved with a woman in any way, but. I don't know. It just, it just that felt like that inclusiveness sliding to me right there. I, like, I don't know. I feel like it's it's much more impactful when you have you know a brand new character that has that own thing to it. Like you know, we get to hear that path, and then that path can evolve. That you know, maybe show up growing and under that uh, identity. You know. Yeah, I mean, you could, but like I said, they picked a character that wasn't really. One way or another, never she never showed interest in one thing or another, so it's it's a blank slate. You know, it's not like you're taking someone who is like beloved and trying to make a statement. You know, I know you're I know you're gonna raise. Uh, do you mind if I steal the segue you about to make? No, no, no go ahead. Yeah, you so can. I know you're getting ready. To, you wanted to make a segue about One Piece character. So not talking about the one you're going to talk about. I'll let you take over that one. But let's say you know they took okay. someone like Luffy. And they say, oh, Luffy is into dudes. And it's like, this is character has been always like not one way or another. And I feel like you're taking a main, a main character and you're trying to push an agenda and make him one direction when like he's been, he's been anonymous. So we've all loved him. But now you're t- making a character and you're trying to make a hard stance on a fan love character. 
is going to create a big a lot of backlash because why are you doing this with a character we all love? You get what I mean? And you're trying to force, well, you should like him no matter what he is. It's like, don't force that on people. But they took someone and in, in talking, going back to the American comics, they took someone like Tim Drake, who's not a main character. Like, he's not even one of the most popular Robins and just decided to make him bisexual. Okay. It's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not taking a character and trying to, like, make a statement. You're just doing something to make people have a character they can latch on to, which can be organically made. Right. Okay. I can see that. Because I knew, because, like, looking at it just being Robin, I, like, I immediately took, like, I thought he, like I said, not, I'm more of a Marvel fan, if anything, so I thought he was more, like, of a forefront type of character, but, uh, yeah, I thought they was just trying to throw that in there, because I don't like lazy work, you know, you know, definitely, like, if you're going to, as One Piece, if you're going to implement something, you know, put planning into it, but, uh, Speaking of One Piece, that you just brought up the good, you know, the good old gospel, that was another uh, <laughs> thing. <laughs> that was another thing uh, with it. We're in One Piece right now, and don't worry, this, this won't be spoilers. I won't use names, you know. Um, I'll just keep it um, not concise. What's the word I'm thinking? I'll keep it vague. So there's a character that came out of One Piece, and uh, it's biologic. I'm not it, but. She is biologically a woman, at least to what we know. You know, she definitely has, you know, breasts and seems like a woman. But um, she identifies as a male. So, of course, you know, you always got, you know, people in the community, people online. Like, you know, always going to have people on the both sides. of like, oh, well, if it looks like a woman, it is a woman. But, you know, but of course, you know, you have the more um, emotionally intelligent people saying that, you know, well, guess she identifies as a man, and he's a woman that's biologically woman, but identifies as a male. So, when these little thing called Vivery cards came out from uh, the creator of One Piece, where he goes into, like, details on the characters, he, like, tells what they, like, either, like, what their gender is, and then if they are someone of, like, in that, uh, in that spectrum, Darrow, um, say, like, like, for example, that, for example, there's a samurai who is biologically male but identifies as a woman so when her memory card it said um kiku uh you know woman but with the no what was it uh uh yeah a male with like a woman's heart or something like that but you know something to imply to show you that you know what how, how she kind of feels when this character came out that i'm speak to, uh, specifically talking about uh their gender just said female. So people are, you know, are just saying that, oh, well, if the creator says she's a woman, then she's a woman. So people aren't trying to, like, take that understanding to be like, oh, like, hey, you know, this is the character that just identifies as a man. Like, that should be it. People, you know, but of course, as the social media has kind of created, people are really angry and really arguing over this. <coughs> uh, bless you. You're good. Thank you. Thank you. So I just, you know, it just this Robin situation. That's why I brought it up because it made me, uh, you know, think about this situation. And it's just like really crazy because, like, in this situation, you know, this was a brand new character, which is why I kind of felt uh, the way about the Robin thing. Um, but you know, you did bring up a good point with that. But I do also like just think that like it's I don't see why some people have such big problems with uh, you know someone identifying as something. 
Yeah, my my response to that. So like, to give you give you a little insight, Wes, I'm I'm still new to the One Piece game. I am I am just about to wrap up the Coliseum arc, not the the Coliseum part of the Doflamingo arc. Uh, where a certain yeah, character, yeah, what certain, I'm talking about was like maybe three arcs after that. Okay, but like you know, arc in One Piece is like you know like 200 episodes, so like I still got some time before I get there. But just to give you an idea, like I'm I'm fairly new to all of it, but I say all this to say that what hasn't One Piece been known for always being inclusive in terms of like you know. Cross dressers, drag queens, gay mm-hmm. men, straight men, gay women, straight women—they've always been inclusive in all these things. So people who are getting exactly. people who are getting outraged about this, like One Piece was doing this before this was an agenda, like straight up. Exactly. So anyone who's getting offended by this is just someone who's looking for something to be offended by. Like, sorry, bro, mm-hmm. you picked you, <laughs> like no pun intended, but you picked the wrong boat to hop on, bro, because that does not exist in One Piece. Like everyone has one piece has always done like inclusivity in terms of all the spectrums so they're just checking off another box they probably haven't touched on that hard because there's literally a character who is a cross-dressing man who was presented in the anime Mm -hmm. as being stronger than the main character that literally was carrying the main character through most of that arc and at no at at no point in time yeah at no point in time did they ever state that he identified as a man or a woman. They didn't even say he was a cross-dresser, so I could be all the way wrong in what I'm identifying him as. But I say all that to say they presented a character strong. This is this happened way before the LGBTQ thing has hit the stride that it hit. Remind you, anime comes out months, if not years, after the manga has already done this. So this was already put out there way before the LGBTQ thing started. Or maybe when it was in its infancy where it wasn't a trend for everybody to have include, include something about being gay or being bi or being trans or whatever. So for anyone who have a problem with One Piece, including a transitional character, like in terms of like their sexual orientation, like, bro, like, come on, bro. If you're going to get mad at something, get mad they do that in like Captain America or something. Don't get mad when they do that in One Piece. Like anime has been able to get away with a lot of stuff. And the only reason they've been able to do that is because they've always been very inclusive and very, like, above social norms long before that. Like, anime is historically known for over-sexualizing women, but one of the reasons they don't get a lot of flack for it is because they have a ton of animes where a woman is the lead character. So, you can say, like, oh, Japanese are sexist because they over-sexualize characters. It's like, all right, well, what about Ghost in the Shell? You know? What about uh, Girl Logan? What about... Yeah. What about um, Kill a Kill? Like, granted, I'm saying some animes that do oversexualize people, but Kill a Kill oversexualize the men as well. So, like, like they always do certain things to like put women in places of power and place of position. And Kill a Kill, the all the it's not one man that's the most strongest. There is always the woman in that anime. That anime was really good, and even though it oversexualized the women to a T, it also oversexualized the mess out of the men as well. So. Like, I say all that to say, like, bro, anime is able to get away with a lot of stuff because they've always been inclusive about everything they do. Like, most of the most, a lot of the most popular animes has had characters that were gay, uh, trans, or whatever. They might not have came out and said they're trans or gay, but you, you can understand it. Like, Bleach had it. Naruto had Actually, I don't know if Naruto had it. I know Bleach definitely had it. 
Um, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, who who in Bleach was? Uh, there was yeah. like there was certain Aronkar, um, Aronkars that were like there was a guy who dressed uh, up oh, as a yeah, girl, like Loopy. Yeah, and um, not to mention in yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. and the arc with the Quincy's, they have they have a guy who dressed as a woman and acts like a woman. Of course, in, in anime, they, well, in the manga, it was a very weird way where he basically explained how the guy wasn't a woman. But I'm, I would say that's safe to say that that character identified as a woman because she went out of her way to look like a woman, act like a woman. And the only reason he was found out was for a dumb reason. I'm not really going to get into the reason because the reason was very stupid for how like it was a, it was a Wait, confirmed. Wait, what are you talking about? Um, I forgot. I guess I'll get into it, bro. I'll just I'll just throw a little coin on what I'm getting ready to say. <laughs> y'all know y'all know what the sound is. Yeah, man. But it's the good bros. We talk about everything. But uh, nah. So it was it was a, it was a part where they were like fighting. I think it was the vice captains was fighting. I forgot which one. But the vice captain said, "I know sure. you're a man," and he was she was like, "How do you know that?" And he was like, "Because you reek." Of and it's like what? And that was the way they identified that that character. That's basically their way of saying that character was originally uh, biologically a, a guy, but she carried herself as a woman. But again, oh, man. you know, it wasn't like, I guess you can, if you want to get mad about that, I, 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 I feel like that's a stretch, but I can see it. But uh, flamboyant characters have always been a thing of anime, you know, and it's always been like, you know, they've even had flamboyant characters that were straight. Like literally all of JoJo, from what people have told me so far, is nothing but flamboyant characters. Yeah. But you don't yeah, see yeah. anyone jumping over the bridge talking about they oversexualizing these characters. Think of the children. Like, no, it's, it's anime, bro. Like, shut up. <laughs> that's just that's just the way that's just the way the cookie crumbles, bro. So it is what it is. You know, people people are always going to try to find some little kick to get off and try to like be aggravated and upset and try to like make a big deal. Like I know 2019, I think was the year of the Karen, but they've always been around, bro. That's just life. Yeah, it's it's just that now they finally getting caught. But speaking of you know touching on Karens, going into you know the ever growing issues in the community, um, I have an interesting. Uh, sorry, we got to go back to it. It's a black and white thing, but. It was an interesting story that, you know, I said I sent you before, and I know we kind of, like, uh, looked at it together, but I just wanted to get into it with um with our audience just so, you know, people can be aware of this uh, situation that's... Um, Transpired. I'll, I'll just get into the details. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just get into the details. Uh, and I'm just going to summarize here, but essentially, um, a guy by the name of Michael Frederick, Total court that he had well pretty much a black um a black couple forgives a white supremacist who shot at their home and vandalized their property. Um he said that the uh Michael Frederick, the guy who performed the action on the uh, black family, said I targeted these people because I didn't like their pol- political sign that they had in their window. Um he told the judge. Uh, he was like, I think you guys are some great people and didn't deserve this all, uh, this at all. And, and a court had heard that shots were first fired at the couple's home in Warren, Michigan. Two days later, the halls found a swastika painting on one of their vehicles. Tires were slashed and a stone was thrown through a window. Their pickup truck also had the phrases terrorist 
Black Lives Matter and not welcome, uh, like in great, like not in great, but you know, he scratched it in there. And then a day later, a bullet was fired through the couple's front window. So the guy was arrested and pleaded no contest to ethnic intimidation, discharging a firearm, a firearm at a building, using a firearm during a felony and malicious destruction of property. Um, he has now been sentenced to between four and 10 years, but Mrs. Hall said that she was prepared to forgive him. They, she said, um, I'm not angry. I'm not, I'm forgiving. She said, you're a good kid and have a chance. You made a bad choice. And we understand that we have children ourselves. We are not hateful people. We are Christians. Hey, you can still be down with the Lord and watch them get their just desserts. You're not the one sending. You're not the one putting him in that position. You're not the one making sure he goes to jail. You're just letting the course work its way through. So, yeah, I am not on board with that kind of forgiveness. Hey, you know, if it happened to me, some months later, I'll probably just be like, you know, hopefully, you know, when he get out, he'll learn his lesson and he'll try to be a better person. But in the day, you got to do that time for the crime. We have rules for a reason. Yeah. There's a there's a reason why rules exist. You don't think they created a rule of like if you're stealing it can be considered a crime and you can go to jail for just the heck of it. No, they put it in place because it needs to be there because some people will literally take stuff and not pay for it. And if you leave people that option, then the best believe people are going to do it if there's no repercussion for it. And, you know, you're forgiving this guy. All right, this guy may act like he regrets what he did, but he only regret what he did because he got that time. He got to go to jail. Yep. He got to face a lot of dudes that want to get 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 to him. And now he's regretting those, those mistakes. Guarantee you he's not going to feel like that if there was no time thrown in his face. And if you're forgiving him and trying to make sure he doesn't get time, then he doesn't really learn his lesson. He just got scared a little bit. But it's, you really, it's the way you learn your lesson, bro, is when you have time to think about it. You got to sit there and be forced to look at your actions and look at yourself as a human being. That's when you make the real changes. Like, if I do something wrong, right? Like, let's say, let's say, Wes, I stole from you, right? Let's say we're not cool. We're not really that close friends. And I stole from you. And you and your boys came and put a hurting on me. But I still was able to keep your stuff. That sucked. But I still got your stuff. Now, imagine. Right. Now, imagine. <laughs> Now imagine if you moved across the street from me and every day you put that fear in me that you might do something. Every day I got to live with that. I'm going to start regretting what I did because I got to live with it. I got to look at you every day. I got to have that fear in my mind that when this guy going to jump, especially if I think you're, especially if it's been known that you might be a little crazy. If I know that you're a little crazy, you're a little out there, then I'm going to start worrying. I might even just give it back out of fear. But you know why? Best believe I learned a lesson. I learned, like, either I'm going to be more careful who I steal from now, or I'm not going to do it at all. But I learned something. Wherever you beat me up, it sucked. But there's nothing stopping me from doing it again. Yeah, it hurt. It sucked. But I don't have to live with it every day. Eventually, I'm going to be good. And I'm going to go right back on to my, my, my thieving ways. But when you got to live with it and you yeah, can't get away from it, you got to constantly see it over and over and a reminder over and over again, it does something to you. If, when it affects your mental, it does something to you, and that's what changes it. Uh, like a slap on, uh, like an a instant reaction doesn't really change much. So, you know, just forgive him just because he saw that time. No, he has to do that time. He just sees the time. It's just like a slap on the wrist. It's just an instant reaction. So his instant reaction is going to be, oh, I'm so regretful. I'm so sorry. But, you know, you're not. 
So if you're sorry you were regretful, you would have thought about it a long time ago because this this was premeditated. They did multiple things. It wasn't yeah. the first thing. It wasn't paying a swastika. It wasn't, you know, racial slurs. No, it was, it was, it was cool to see those things. He didn't think nah, much. and then you had a bullet fly through the window. You hurt my own man. No, you... There is no forgiving. Like, yeah, I, I guarantee mean, yeah, you. I'm not going to attack you or anything, but you don't put you don't put the family in danger. Like and that. I guarantee you, them them kids aren't forgiving. She's probably forgiving. She'd be like, "Oh, we're a Christian family. We forgive." Those kids don't forgive. Some of those kids literally are going to be on demon time. They like, "Oh man, God forgives." I don't. <laughs> you you have some people that that are like that, bro. So, you know. Like, again, I'm all for forgiving someone for their actions. And, like, would I say I would have forgave them over time? Wouldn't have been right away. But, you know, I'm someone that, yeah. I'm someone that understands, you know, holding grudges don't doesn't do anything for your mental. It just it just wears you down as a person to hold grudges over people. So I don't hold grudges. I always look for forgiveness. But at the end of the day, I'm going to let, let, let nature take its course. And the course is you got to do that time. Like, all right, you got to do that time. They say if you forgive him, we won't give him time. I'm like, nah, he gotta learn his lesson. Like, I'm not gonna hold hate, but you still gotta learn that lesson. Simple. Yeah. That sounds like that. That was where way too fast for me. I mean, I'm glad she, you know, you found your peace. You know, and I do know that it is a Christian way, but that's like I, just me to my morals and ethics. Just know when you harm the family, there, that's a line you don't cross. Yeah, you gotta go straight Terminator mode, bro. Show no emotion. Yeah, pretty much. Talking about Terminators, I feel like there's something else that you want oh, to talk yeah. about, Wes. Perfect segue, my man. Uh, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, there was a video, and I believe this is on the shape room, you can see it. But um, there is a robot under the name of Atlas, manufactured by Boston Dynamics. Um, it's a bipedal humanoid robot. Um, you know, primarily developed here. Uh, it was unveiled to the public in 2013, and then they have been like, you know, kind of just updating this uh, since. And if you uh, didn't see the video on the shade rim of it, it pretty much like was running like an optical course. So like the thing that you would think that a robot probably like wouldn't be able to do, no, it was uh, definitely able to do. It was able to navigate a parkour course. Leaping over obstacles and doing backflips. So, I bring this. I bring this to my colleague and to you guys to say that this is definitely warrants a discussion because I'm just like, uh, it's just that these things don't end up with guns in their hands. That like that's my biggest fear. Of this like that's where my worst case scenario goes because it's. I could see this being window where it's like, oh, well, okay, you know, people complain that police are racist, and I'm like, okay, we're going to make it a robot, completely biased, and then they, you know, destroy your soul. Yeah, nah. What do you um, think about this, Paul? Um, I can see the concern, uh, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to be, like, a thing to worry about. Humans, humans by nature are very self-destructive, so... I think if anything, we're probably going to be, we're probably going to do more damage to the Earth than robots themselves. Um, if you ever watched the movie Wally, right? That movie I feel like gives a very good depiction of how 
I believe the world is going to work. I think it's just one of the things where we're just, we're always building stuff around being lazy. So if anything, I think that's how we're pretty much going to be our ultimate demise is the fact that we're not going to be able to like do anything for ourselves. Like we're, we live in a society that everybody wants everything now. Like they even came away for you not even have to leave your house to get fast food. Remember, remember fast food was, you know, the lazy way. Now that's not even the most laziest way you can be now. Like you can get fast food delivered to your house. Like the whole purpose of fast food is because it was made quick. You can stop by, grab it and go. If you're already home, why do you need fast food? But we made it, we made it. That's that's the question. Right. So we made it where it's even more accessible to get fast food. You know, look at, look at Amazon, um, same day shipping. Like we, now we have things where, you know, oh, you can get this today. You know, uh, more spots to the curbside pickup, but that was mainly because of COVID. Uh, but still you have to think like Amazon, Amazon is a, a like, is basically Walmart in digital space. You know, it's taken over like a lot of things, a lot of places where people will go to buy stuff. And now they're making it even more accessible for you. You can get that right to your house. There's, there's Amazon warehouses built almost at every state. Like I remember when it was a big deal that Baltimore got one of the first ever warehouses. Now you can find them joints almost in every state now. Um, and like, it's just, it's just like, a, it's just a fact right now, like they have it every state. So you could basically, if you're ordering like an Amazon like product, they can get that to you that day. If it's made as something that the company themselves do, do, you can get it the same day without hesitation. Like, shoot, there's, there's places where you can get junk food the same day. Like, it's it's just it's just the nature of the game. So I think, if anything, us as a society, we're just going to get those things done in a fashion where it's just like, hey, this stuff is just how we're going to be. We're going to just build ourselves into being so self-dependent on technology that we're pretty much going to just ruin everything plus we are very ignorant like we always think that we know everything like we refuse to believe in global warming so you know we're arrogant we're lazy those are going to be our downfalls um i think robots is not even going to be the the biggest factor like the most advanced robot right it's the, the robot that you're talking about that robot has been around since I want to say I remember seeing it back in like 2009. Maybe it might have been further than that, but it was a big deal. That robot just walking around was a big deal, and it took this many years to get it to do that. That robot still can't do most of the things that people predict that oh anybody can do. Like to get a robot to fire a gun, that you can get that robot to fire a gun, but. To get that robot to be intelligent enough to be like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, bro. If you did, that robot wouldn't be able to move by itself. Like, it's just a lot of programming. It's a lot of things. Like, that robot was programmed to do those things. But it can't, like, if you just throw something else in its ops in its way, it's not going to recalculate and, and take that into account. They had a pre-made course set up with pre-made instructions put into it so it was able to run that course right. like that. So... We're we're so far as far away off from that. Like you know, like for instance, bro. Like even even like when you look at like the adult film industry um, and the sex robots, those things like they're making robots that have personality traits, but you have to like put the settings in for them to display the personality trait. And even that is like not the greatest. Um, so it's just it's just one of the things where it's just going to take a long time before anything happens. 
But I would definitely say, if you want to be scared of anything, definitely be scared of these sex robots. You got to think, they're, they're the, the blow-up doll 2.0. <laughs> and, like, if you think about when blow-up dolls were first a thing, bro, you think about when they were first a thing, you think about where we are now with them things, I feel like everybody's looking at, oh, well, look what Boston Dynamics doing. Look what this doing. No, look what them sex robots are doing. Because what we talked about in the last episode, everybody wants to, like, look poor and look down on sex stuff and everything and not want to get act like it's anything to worry about. But them robots, bro, like, they got the robots' personality traits, bro. Like, they got, they're still working on getting robots that walk around the house and talk to you and everything. That's that's a goal they have. <laughs> like, that's a goal of theirs. And remind you, Blow Up Dolls was a big thing in our parents' generation. <laughs> like, so look what's a big thing in our generation. Oh, now think about what the kids' generation of Blow Up Dolls are going to look like, bro. That's, that's, that's the thing to worry about. When that robot kick your door down and say, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mumford, you are late on your uh, uh, red light ticket. Payment demanded now. And his, and his hand turned into a Glock. Don't say I didn't warn you. Bro, they're not going to waste that. They're just going to, I don't know, turn off my electricity or something. <laughs> I going to send no robot in for a red light ticket. <laughs> like, it's like, nah, yeah. Maybe they are going to $74,000, so... If anything, yeah, I, mean, I will admit it's gonna be a while before they can produce an army of those things. Now, nah, if anything, they're gonna probably send uh like a self-driving pickup truck and like grab my car and drive off with it. That's probably the clone real, the most <laughs> realistic thing you can see in that in that scenario. But um, but nah, bro, it's just I don't know that stuff. Like I think I think like because we can because we're predicting that's what's gonna happen. It's not going to happen. It's like. I feel like what's going to happen is the stuff that we refuse to like pay attention to. Plus, you got to look at the fact that every almost every American, like one out of probably five, every five Americans, I'm just talking out my butt here. I don't really have actual stats, but pretty close to like one out of every five American owns a gun. And like you know, the further south you go, the more likely you're probably able. Probably more than that, Paul. Probably. Like I said, I'm not. I don't really I'll have. Probably say probably four out of five. Well, there you go. Like, a lot of people own, own guns, bro. Like, when they're talking about these apocalyptic things and all this stuff happening, you always see where it's, like, the robots, like, like fought, and we didn't fight till like, much later, and then the world was ending, and that's when we decided to fight back. Bro, everyone has guns. Everyone has guns, bro. Like, it's like, if you go to certain countries, not countries, what I'm talking about, if you go to certain states, bro, it's like, you'll see a gun store right next to a corner store. Like, it's, that, it's just that regular. You know, you can go in. Get a background check, walk out with a gun in less than twenty minutes in some states. That's just how easy it is in some states to get a gun. Like everyone believes in that that uh, that amendment of owning, having your right to own arms, pick up arms, or whatever it's called, however you say it. But that's just a thing. Like everyone, everyone buys into that. Like a lot of not everyone, but a lot of people buy into it. So you know, think robots are gonna come up and take over, bro? You know how many people are gonna grab their guns and fight back? Like in the in the very second, and plus. Do you see how hard it is to get people to take a freaking vaccine? And you think people are going to be okay with robots walking around? Bro, they're going to shoot the robots right off rip. (laughs) You got some people that are just built like that. So, nah, it's going to be the thing. The thing that's going to be our our downfall is the thing that we refuse to believe in. Everyone everyone with with two brain cells would believe like, oh, robots is what's going to take us over. I'm not saying that knock on you, Wes. I'm just saying in general, like, it's not that hard to get the most simplest person to believe that's a, that's a real thing. And because of that, right. it's never going to happen. But to tell someone like, bro, we got to do better because this earth is not going to be around. We're probably going to like basically destroy the earth. No one's going to believe it because they can't see it. 
oh, bro, like, you know, we need to stop this whole, like, self-dependency on this conveniency. Like, we got to start going back to, like, going out and doing things. No one's going to believe it. No one's going to listen to you because no one wants to do that. So people are going to ignore it. Oh, worrying about the robots? Oh, that's that's light work. I can do that. Oh, being ready in case the robots take over, that's light work. I can do that. Try not to, like, you know, separate your paper from your plastic. Nah. Don't throw that in the gutter. Nah. But it's a trash can literally right next to you. Nah. Hey, maybe we should walk. Nah. Hey, instead of buying stuff from Amazon, maybe we should go to a local. Nah, like, it's just it's it's like people are gonna people are gonna go out their way to be lazy because they don't believe that it's a it's a big issue. Um, you know, a lot of this we'll stuff. See. Yeah, we we'll see. I could be all the way wrong, bro. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a, a analyst. I don't look at statistics that much. So I could be all the way wrong, but that's that's when I look at society and everything that's going on. That's the way I see it going more towards. It's just like laziness because we we crave too much of the conveniency of everything. Like, bro, you don't have to go out to go on a date. They're dating apps. You don't even need to see somebody. Most people they have a whole conversation on Instagram, and then next thing you know, GTD, bro, GTD. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. So a lot the of world of instant gratification. Yeah, so it's, that's that's the thing I think that hurts. I think um, I think when um when we're raising our kids, bro, we're going to just be telling our kids like, hey, you know, you want to like go to the store and look for some toys, like, <laughs> dad, chill. Like I can just go on Amazon and buy a toy. <laughs> like, like, bro, yeah, think about it. Like that's that's some real stuff right there. This next generation of kids aren't going to know the gratification of going to a toy store, bro. They're not going to understand the feeling and joys of going to KB Toys and just walking around and you're seeing all these toys you can buy and all this stuff. That shows our age. Hey, bro. I'm okay with being old. I'm not even that old. When I I told someone... I know facts. I was just saying. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Some of my crushes are in their 50s and they're still my crushes. So it is what it is. (laughs) That's just just a fact. Oh man, but actually, that could be around the rabbit hole right there. Maybe the founding. What the fact that I built this podcast just that. to one minute? You saying the rabbit hole is the fact that I built this podcast just so I can holler at Taraji P Henson? Absolutely. I mean, we can definitely pursue that rabbit hole, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Anyway, what you saying, Wes? Yeah, <laughs> I was just saying like, what if the founding fathers uh, made it to where their amendment was there to you know the right to bear arms because. Maybe because they knew, like, aliens or some shit did exist, and they knew that for a reason, that, like, pretty much that in some type of global takeover, everyone needs to be ready. I can't give racist... Random thought, but... I can't give racist people that much credit. Nah. <laughs> I just can't. I'm sorry. If, you, if you're if you dumb enough to have a problem with somebody because their skin complexion, or think you own somebody because their skin complexion, then I just don't believe you have a lot of foresight in your head. So, that's just me. I mean... I mean, they knew how to build a, high, a power archive where they would stay in power. They were good at that. But you know, if history has oh, yeah. taught if history has taught us anything, Eastern Europe Eastern Europeans are very good at figuring out how to conquer and build a hierarchy. That's just that's a, something they've been historically known for being good at. So, you know, yeah, call a spade a spade if you do. But let's get and on to. I believe. Yeah, but I was just here to say, I believe you have a video reaction for it. Yes, yes, we do. Well, we have we have a video reaction for the you know audience, but you know, yes. I'll let you introduce it. Oh, sure, sure, no problem, no problem. I got no problem doing that. 
But yes, indeed, guys, we have a video reaction for you guys. Um, I was on the YouTubes, and I saw a YouTube channel called Chit Chat Central. And they are pretty much brand new. You know, they're doing really good for themselves. They got a lot of, a lot of good view counts. Um, but I found this one in particular episode very interesting where they talk about how 17, 18, and 19-year-olds are basically talking about what are you doing financially? What are you doing to build up your income? You know, because they're talking about if they were to date someone. They want someone who is like, you know, making money, doing all this ridiculous stuff that, you know, 17 and 19 year olds really shouldn't be concerned with, you know, you know, what are you doing? Like, how can you be that old and you're still relying on your parents and stuff like that? It's just like, those, these things are ridiculous to hear. And I wanted to play this video and have, or do a reaction to it because this is a generation that's being influenced by the Saweeties of the world, the uh, Britney Reiners of the world, and a lot of these women who are just very big on like, oh, make sure you get your bag, make sure you date yourself a man who's a six-figure earner and stuff like that. And like now you have these young women that want these men to already be like career-driven, um, all about making money oriented at 17 to 19 years old when really, man, that's just not the case. Like being, being, being money driven and uh, like really going to grinding to make money and bread and all that stuff isn't really the mindset a 17 to 19 year old should have unless that's what you want to do. But if you want to like, you know, you know, build your roots and build yourself up and all that stuff, then like, shouldn't be stressed out over money you know no no one should be stressed out money. a lot of people that's not the scenario you know i i come from the case where you know a lot of these women that are that we're about to hear would definitely have been into me because i was all about trying to make money but that wasn't by choice you know that's just how my circumstances came to be so um, we're gonna play this um i know wes you saw this video so i know you probably already have certain points that you want to hit on hopefully the points that we're going to touch on these video on this video uh, we're hit so we can hear about it so um let me get started so here we go so i'm coming in on like halfway through this question so just to give you guys a complete um overview of this question it says, as a teen within a relationship, should your boyfriend or girlfriend fi uh, girlfriend's financial stability matter to you, or are we too young to consider those type of issues? My answer is yes, you're too young to consider those type of issues. It really doesn't matter what their financial stability are, because when you're between the ages of 7 to 19 years old, you don't have any financial stability. You don't even have an apartment. You don't even have a car. You don't even have a 401k. You don't even know what a pension plan is. You don't have none of these things. So you shouldn't be worried about, oh, what's your significant other's financial stability is. What you should be worried about is what, is what do you plan to do with the rest of life? Do you have a plan? Do you have goals? Do you have anything that you have any passion in doing? Those are the things you should worry about. What their financial status looks like is nothing that you can be concerned about because no one at those ages should be moving in together, having a house, doing X, Y, and Z. Most of you guys are in college and most of you guys are picking up a trade and then you hop into the workforce because you don't want to spend the necessary amount of money that comes with college. Either one of those is a perfectly fine choice. Um, what do you think about this question, Wes, before we go into the video? So, I, I'm actually... I'll play devil advocates later, but yeah, I, I'm on the same boat to where that shouldn't matter. But um, as um, the audience may or may not hear it later in the video, 
uh, one of that girl's homegirl actually even kind of had to like not come at her, but like at least let her know from a different perspective of how she was wrong. Because as you pointed out, Paul, people can come from different backgrounds and can be into situations that are completely out of their own control. Like, like you said, you know, for people like me and you, I mean, I've been working since I was actually, what, 14? Because I started doing youth works because I wanted my own money, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I didn't come from, like, a lot of wealth or whatever, you know, and a single-parent household, so, you know, money was definitely important to me. Like, like the minute I the minute I could work, bro, I was in there, like, somewhere. Like, I was right there in line, had my summer job since. In fact, that's how I bought my... My first check, I bought the Nintendo Wii because it had just dropped. And that moment, like, felt like, I was like, damn, this is how it feels. It's just, like, has something out there in the world, and you want it, and you could just go get it. So that's why I never look back on it. But, you know, but that was only because I was in a situation. Like, if I was in another situation where, you know, say I had both my parents, and they, like, legit or legitimately told me, oh, I don't have to work, just focus on school, oh, then, yeah, I for sure would have done that. For sure. Yeah, like that's 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 what we're gonna basically be talking about. We're gonna repeat these these topics a lot, so I'm not gonna get too much into why I agree with us. But let's the video play because I I'm pretty sure like I'm gonna be saying exactly what Wes just said to another degree as well. Too young to consider those types of issues. Hundred percent. It matters. It does matter. I just, I just, no, but I, I, no, but I like- also like I hate the way they do this because they just have a bunch of people together like like when we do our discussion topics we usually like it's a discussion you know, everyone can tear each other everyone talks everyone shares their opinions uh, and this video one of the things I hate is just a bunch of people yelling over top of each other talking over top of each other it's very hard to really like zero in on what everyone is saying um I just wanted to point that out because that just grinds my gears. Just listen to everyone just trying to all talk at once. You can start working from the age of 14. If a 14 year old is making what, 200 pounds a month? I was working when I was working. It should matter because at the end of the day, I consider myself to be a very ambitious individual. Mm-hmm. You have to match my flag to an extent. Like, I should be able to be spontaneous with you. Everything shouldn't be planned out. Do you get it? Or that makes things boring. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For example, no, I think there's a difference between being broke and being ambitious. You can have a plan, but you just don't have the money. Yeah, because, no, but imagine if like, I'm saying, oh, come and score out to go eat and go cinema. Imagine I can't do something as yeah, basic that's as that because guys, yeah. you would be surprised. No, but the thing is, I don't want no money. I don't want you to have money for me. Have money for yourself. Because when I have money, yeah. I can spend it on you. No, but I feel like I'm not saying that they need to be able to rise four figures. No, like they just need to have. I feel like if I can't date someone who's unemployed personally, if, you, if you're not employed, unemployed, unemployed, or you don't have like a side hustle that's making you bread. You don't have How are you? Seventeen, eighteen, nine. Living off your mom still. So that that right there, that that right there, we had to pause on that one because that 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 line right there really like just baffled me. Like she said, "How are you, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years old, still living off your parents?" Um, one thing first, you we're gonna say is that one thing first, first. yeah, one thing I want to say first is that a lot of these people did crap on her for saying that because you know one person, one of the girls definitely did. Actually, I think the most vocal one. Definitely said, like, don't you still live with your parents? 
So, like, yeah. you're still living off your parents, bro. Just because you got a job, if you still live with your parents, you're living off your parents. And that was the most vocal one. She had that, that one, ex, that girl actually said some things I don't agree with. The one that was vocal about the girl that did make that statement. But she was on point with that because how are you going to say, oh, how are you 17, 18, 19 still living off your parents, bro? Unless you, unless you're paying bills, you are living off your parents. And I guarantee you, whatever little job you got at 16, 17, 18, whatever, is nowhere near enough to really pay for to pay your weight around there. It's not because you know even if you even if you room with someone, if you're a roommate, you still have to pay at least about four or five hundred dollars a month in rent. Maybe three fifty, three sixty seven, depending on the place you're living at. But if you want to live in a place where you're, it's like a pretty okay neighborhood, and you're roommating with a bunch of people, you're paying at least like five six hundred dollars in rent. Uh, and then that's not covering groceries, which you know. You probably end up spending like a hundred, hundred, hundred fifty a month on groceries. Then you gotta think about you know your phone bill. You probably probably want to have a nice phone. You probably want to have the newest iPhone that comes out, which means you gotta go with like T-Mobile or AT and T or Verizon, which means you're looking at probably a hundred and twenty dollar phone bill. So what what we already did now? I think we're darn near at a thousand dollars. And if you're working like you know. Let's say a McDonald's job, or you got a side hustle where you're bringing in like you know, let's say you're bringing in eight hundred every two weeks. Let's say you're you're fortunate enough to bring that in. Not everyone's fortunate enough to bring that in, but let's say you're bringing that in. I guarantee you, by the time you're done, you can forget about going out. I hope you don't want to have designer clothes because you you don't make enough money to have that. So all that other stuff, you just chalk it up. So and I'm pretty sure this girl's not in that boat because if so, her mindset would be a lot different. And I guarantee you, she'd be in the boat that me and Western were like. No, I, I'm cool with living with my parents now, bro. You know, all they ask me to do is pay for my phone bill and buy my own toiletries. Everything else is good. I can, I can eat that food. I can live here rent free. Shoot, we're living there rent free. I'll cover everything else: groceries, toiletries, paying my phone bill. If I use, if you want some money for the electricity for the internet because I use that. I put that out there. If you saying I don't have to pay utilities or rent. I could have everything else covered because I guarantee you these jobs you work, you make more than enough to cover that and be okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to say yeah, before we like, go back to play? Yeah, like, and the part that even caught me was even the part where she went into the side hustle part where, and I, I, I'll say this even out to the masses now, young, old, whatever, it doesn't matter, but everyone does not have to have a side hustle, guys. Literally just go by the the saying to each their own like if someone is in a situation and it works for them and they're just fine and you don't see them struggling and they're not like asking for help then it is what it is you know it's like, like everyone does not need to have some type of side hustle it's just just something going like some people do just want to work a regular job and just have something going or they you know pretty much what i'm saying somebody wants to focus on something at one time then let them do that everyone doesn't want to do a hundred different things all at once everyone's not built like that yeah, exactly. And plus, say that for the rock here. and plus, you know, like again, I get the, I get the vibe that a lot of the, some of these women when they're talking, they're influenced by a lot of these girls to talk about going for the six figure earner man and stuff like that. Those men, some of them never went to school. Yes, that's true. But the the ones that never went to school that are six figure earners, bro, those are like rare commodities. Not everyone makes that, you know. And some people they had to spend their whole mm-hmm. lifetime to get there. Um, and the ones that make it real quick, some of them they went to school. Like you know, if you if you're if you're dating a surgeon, I guarantee you a surgeon is making six figures, especially if he's really good at what he does. 
but I guarantee you he had to go to school. I guarantee you he probably didn't have time to have a job. Some of them have to have, some of them do have a job, but some of them don't have a job. They just focus on getting good at their craft so then when they're done, they can be a surgeon. That means Max. there's no time for a side hustle. And shoot, when you're trying to be a surgeon, bro, like there's so much schooling involved and there's so much pressure put on your shoulders, bro, like to to succeed and just school alone to succeed in that is extremely difficult. So, you know, it's no time for a side hustle. And that's and some of these women, they literally don't some of these girls that when they talk, because they're not women, they definitely aren't. Some of these girls when they talk, they don't get that they don't get that. You do have a few that get that. And then on the guy's side, there were guys that definitely stood up for the fact that, you know, you should be focusing on school. So shout out to the ones that did say that, guys and girls that did agree with that. But some of these girls, it mainly are the girls that don't seem to grasp that. Like, you don't, it wasn't like too many guys, I think at all in this video, that agreed with the women that, you know, you got to be grinding just like the woman has to be grinding. A lot of those guys didn't have those expectations on the women to do that. So it was the other way around when these women had these high expectations. And one of the reasons why we're listening to this video is to listen to what the next generation is being influenced to believe. So it's going to be a weird cut because for some reason the recording stopped, guys. Um, so we said a lot of good stuff that was not not in there. Um, but basically, you know, going off of what the guy was saying about, you know, when you're when you're talking about some you're trying to meet a girl and everything, you're not worried about the money. It's right on point, bro. Like when you're messing with a dude or you're messing with a girl. Money shouldn't be the first thing to come to your mind, especially at this age, bro, because at no point will you guys possibly live together. Like, you guys might not even split bills. Like, it's, it's a lot of things that you guys are probably won't, you, you guys probably won't do that y'all really shouldn't be worried about at that age. Um, and um, I'm trying to remember everything I said because I, I, we said a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah, but... But you're summarizing it well. I mean, it just 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 feel like this. Essentially, it's okay to maybe have those conversations because you want to plan out for those things. Because I maybe get it. Some women might want to say, you know, there are warning signs to certain things. You know, if you're not good with money when you're 19, you ain't gonna be probably good with money when you're 22. 
not saying all the time, you know, but, you know, there's a chance. But, you know, just have that conversation. But it doesn't need to be something that, like, needs to be demanded that they have, that they have to have mastered already. Uh, yeah. And, like, another thing I did say before, um, what I wasn't calling the recording, was dealing with, you know, a lot of, like, again, like, the guy said stuff about, you know, you're talking about football player. Of course, this being in London, like football would be soccer. Where American football is what you're we're used to. Um, he's like, are you talking about these kind of athletes? Because these kind of athletes, you know, to compete at the D1 level, it's extremely hard. It's extremely difficult. Sometimes you don't have time to have a second job. And a lot of coaches, especially if you have a, a good chance of um, making it in the league and you have a good chance of, like, being an all-star athlete, most coaches are going to tell you, like, bro, I don't want you doing that. Focus on focus on this. You got a real chance of making it to the pros and stuff like that. And even the ones that do have a good chance of making it to the pros, some of them still struggle to stay on the practice teams. Like those, that's not easy, bro. And like one of the things that some of these girls say is like, "Oh, you know, I can do. I have this. I have that." And some of them, when like we'll get to it, because I definitely want to pause and talk about what some of them deem as being busy. Um, that's cool and all, but everyone everyone has that grinder mentality. You just got to know what you can grind about and have the right mindset for it but everyone can grind like like i think i mentioned i mentioned um that you know if you go on a certain website you can buy like 300 pairs of adidas for like 20 dollars a pair and they sell them in bulk you buy 300 pairs and then you turn around and sell them for 60 dollars or maybe 50 dollars cut undercut the market that's selling for 60 you sell them for 50 remind you you pay 20 dollars per shoe you selling these shoes for fifty dollars, you're making a thirty dollar profit off every shoe. That's that's the hustle right there. That doesn't take a lot of work. That just gotta take the right mindset and the right promotion. You just gotta talk to people. There's no way of getting that when you're messing with being an athlete or competing in a sport. Like you're trying to compete to get a gold medal, like bro, that's not something everyone does. That's not an easy thing. I can't just give you a few tips and points. You you have to also have it mentally, physically as well. If you don't have it physically or mentally, I can't give you. It's not enough pointers in the world I can give you to make you succeed. If you don't have it mentally, you're not going to succeed. That's the most important thing. There's been dudes to overcome overcome height advantages in the in the um, NBA. There's dudes that have been like five eleven in the NBA, which is considered a midget in the NBA. But they've been able to succeed and have success because their mindset was right. If you don't have the mindset, you're not going to be an all star athlete. That's just I don't care what anyone tells me. If you don't have the mindset. You don't have that mental toughness. You're never going to succeed in being a pro athlete. You're never going to succeed at competing at the highest level if you don't have that mindset. Now, secondly, which, you know, you might you don't need this, but this definitely helps is having the physical body for it. You know, you need that as well. So to just say like, oh, everyone can do it. I don't see why no one else can do it. It's like, bro, if you're competing as in the sport, having a job might not be in the pipeline for not every, for everybody. Some people, they don't have the choice and they have to do both because they're upbringings. But even those dudes, they're strong. They're very strong mentally and they still succeed. But I guarantee you, they're not working a job, having a side hustle, also doing this and being an athlete. So, yeah, that's that's my take on that. But what do you think, Wes? I mean, I pretty much already broke down uh, just my position on it. It's just, you know, if these your own, man, you know, whatever works for people, you can't you know, just make those assumptions just for everybody. Just essentially being that young, especially if you talk about those specific ranges, like with 13 to 19, 14 to 19, however they categorize it as, um, should be more focused on, you know, becoming an adult, quote-unquote, as in what do you want to do with your life, like you said, 
So you should focus on maybe just loving that person if you are like starting this whole like young relationship thing. And like I said, you can have the conversations about uh, money and the plans of the future and stuff like that. But they shouldn't be like deal breakers uh, being that young. You know, their life is meant for you to grow and make mistakes and to learn from them. You know, gain experience. Absolutely. Trial and error, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, what did he say? Not gonna lie, only up until like I was like 16, I was really considering um, money and all them things. But obviously, when you're in the little puppy love stage and all type of things, no one's not thinking about financial. Wait, wait, wait. So you're talking about the age of 13, 14 as well? No, no, no. But you said you said you were working But it's not saying age, it's saying teenagers in general. I'm just what are you talking about? I'm just saying no, that. No, but the question is teenagers. I know, but I'm just saying that. You guys are saying, oh, teenagers need to focus on clinical, okay. clinical. But that was the end nice. Teenagers for the age is 13 to 18. You can't okay. say you want to... Okay, it's catering to... Um, I didn't say I want to with money. If you're going to pay £3.99 an hour, I don't care. Really? Let's just be real. I'm a busy girl. I volunteer for the NHS. I work a lot. I do a lot of things. I do social media. I'm a busy girl. I want my man to be as busy as me because... When I'm busy doing all my things and he's just there free, what's he doing? Is he cheating on me? Like, I'm going to be insecure. So I want a man who's got the same, you know, schedule type of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like no one's getting my point. Everyone just wants to be a bum. Everyone wants to just be... All right. So I, I feel like you had some stuff you wanted to say about that, Wes. Her, her, her stuff that she had to say right there. Yeah, just more or less, I feel like that's a personal problem. <laughs> long short story, uh, I mean, long story short, because necessarily now yes like while i just agree that and i just want to just fast forward this to just being like young adults if you will you know you should in theory be doing something whether that is school sports whatever whatever you want to call it uh you know you shouldn't literally like be waking up in bed you get up at like one in the afternoon and you know what i mean like literally like doing not quote unquote nothing but you don't have to have the same exact schedule as your partner. Like, if one wants to be this business go-getter, chase-like type, and you're with somebody who, you know, who isn't like that, then, you know, that's, like, you already know that that reality is there. Like, you know, if you want to go find someone who is literally just that busy and y'all both uh, work busybodies and that's your thing, then that's cool. But, you know, you, like, I, I, like, I know, and, and that's why I say the thing is always weird. It's, it's really to each their own, to, like, to begin with. Like, like every guy or, like, there shouldn't be a requirement there. I mean, well, not a requirement, but like, she shouldn't expect every guy to uh, to fold to that, like, if that makes sense. Right. And plus, she didn't say a darn thing about school, bro. <laughs> she just said, I do volunteer work. I have a, I work a lot, which, you know, what's the work a lot part? Because you was, you was able to break down what kind of volunteer work you did, but then you say you work a lot. And then to say you have social media, like, what does that mean? Like, does like what you're constantly posting on Instagram? Like, what are you posting? Like, is it like your business? Like, like it's just she said a lot of things that are like can be left for interpretation. And like, you know, what like what are your hours? Are you talking like you work part time? Like, you only work on the weekends and this volunteer work you do during the weekday? Because then that I mean, yeah, you just work 20, you work seven days a week, which is cool. Um, that's not for me, bro. That's that's working dumber. That's not working smarter. And then like you know. You look at the uh, the social media thing. What are you doing on your social media? Are you are you trying to be an Instagram model? Because if so, like, bro, you you're not really that busy, like, because it's like 
to be like to be an Instagram model, like granted, you have to have the look, but you also got to put in a lot of work. You can't be caught slipping. You got to actually, you know, network because like everyone's trying to do that. So you got to network and get in touch with the right people to really get your get your brand out there. Because if you're going to be an Instagram model, a lot of people don't understand you got to have a brand. You can't just post good looking pictures. And that's it. Like everyone does that. You know, you got to actually have a brand. You got to promote your brand. You got to do some stuff to set you above everyone else because everyone does that. And I doubt she's thinking about that. You know, if she also works a lot, which she said, which doesn't really mean anything. And she does volunteer work. It's like, OK. And then you do Instagram. Well, if you were if your Instagram was a big if your social media, maybe, my, maybe it's not Instagram, maybe it's YouTube. But if it's that big of a deal, then what you're doing on terms of the work side of things Maybe you should have said you do work. You have to work a lot to make sure your social medias are booming. And then that makes sense because that's a correlation of the two. So it's like, all right, so maybe you're doing a lot because you're saying you're doing social media and your work your work reflects what you do on social media. And yeah, you probably are working a lot because to succeed and make actual money on social media, you got to put a lot of work in. That's not something you can just do separately. So, yeah, so I, like I said, like listening to her context clues and the things she was saying, I take... I I don't think she's as busy as she thinks she is. Oh, I, got, I thought you were about to play it again. Oh, no, I'm going to replay it now. Yeah, I'm going to replay it now. I just I was just yeah. moving to a different section of the video because I just, you know, this video is like 17 minutes long. We constantly pause a lot, so I'm not trying to have this thing just be dumb long. So I'm just skipping to some right. other interesting points they hit on in the video. Money-minded, I get ambitious. What ambitious? What because you're working McDonald's? That's ambitious. Wait, 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 you can be ambitious when you're in school. Like, you don't need to actually make money to be ambitious. Like, just because you work in McDonald's and and you're you're earning two pounds and you get used in your in your in your schooling, you're now ambitious. That doesn't make sense. Like, come on, man, use your brain. Before you're back to your comment when you was like, Thank oh, are you embarrassed to go usher with money? And I feel like it's very normalised for girls to depend on their boyfriends. So see, like again, like the guy said, uh, the first guy he said what I was basically getting on, like, yo, you talking about you want to do that's ambitious, and you're you constantly bring up McDonald's, like working at McDonald's shows ambition. Like, granted, you know, you can make you can make bread off McDonald's if you're really moving up the ladder like that, but that job is very like you're dealing with a lot of immature very kids. Hard. You're dealing with yes, yeah, hard. You're dealing with immature people. You're dealing with immature employees. Those like a fast food job. I would tell everyone like a fast food job is a good job to have when you're young, because you learn mm-hmm. you learn how to deal in high stress situations. That's just first thing and foremost. You getting you gain a lot of life skills working at a fast food job that I think are necessary. You get you have to learn how to work with people. You have to learn how to work with ignorant people, which is important in this world. And you learn with you know what are hard workers, what aren't hard workers. So you also learn those dudes that find the serenity in the midst of chaos. So those those skills are very important to learn at a fast food job. So I think everyone should work it at least once. I'm not saying do it for, you know, ever, but you should definitely do a year or two at a fast food job just so you grasp like the 
like the the grind the trenches because working a fast food job is definitely in the trenches bro i don't care what no one tells me bro because there's a lot of jobs out there that are hard you know you can be a construction worker and that's very taxing on the body but most of the time you're only dealing with your employees working at a fast food job you're dealing with the public and that that can be taxing and that definitely is working in the trenches what are you about to say bro Say. Yeah, no, I cut you oh, off. No, my bad, no, bro. Yeah, I no, 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 no. You good? I was just agreeing with you that yeah, no, working in fast food definitely is the trenches. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that to a T. But just echoing what the guy said in the video, if you guys couldn't hear him, just essentially, you know, you don't have to be uh, necessarily working to be ambitious. There's different levels, there's different forms of ambition. To even go back to our athlete analogy of like, you know, grinding to. And granted, yes, only a small number of people get into the NBA, NFL, stuff like that. But it's, again, they have that ambition. That's what they're going for. To them, they believe that they are going to make it. So, you know, it all it all depends. And then, you know, if they don't make it, then, yes, you should have a plan B. Go towards something else. But if you are truly ambitious, you will already be doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's keep this going. You said so. You said working at McDonald's makes you ambitious, in it? Sam, you said yeah. so. Wait, wait, wait. If, if your man, if your man has failed every every single GCSE, wait, wait, and he has no future, but he's working, but he's working. That's not the. He's a single, never pick a man like that. But when love lick you, exactly. So for boy ticks all your boxes, looks like personal everything. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna I said, for example, say, for example, say you do TikTok. I think that's a source of income. If you're old, yeah. If you're making money, if you're making listen to me, listen to me. I think you people do not understand. So. If you're doing TikTok, so you say you people, right? If, if like again, these are the guys that are dis- disagreeing with her. But if you're doing TikTok, bro, like actually, no, it's not the guys. Some of the girls too are disagreeing with her. I'm not gonna just downplay the girls that are have like have a brain cell because they some of them are disagreeing with her too. But bro, if you're doing TikTok and you're making money off of it, bro, the amount of work that you got to put into doing TikTok, that's ambition and grind right there. Like everyone does TikTok. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks it's easy to just do a little clip where they're just doing a little goofy dance and then there you go. Oh, I'm going to get millions of views off this. Bro, there's a lot more that goes into it. Like some of the stuff these guys are doing are simple. Like there's one dude that has a drone. He just kind of like shakes his hips to a song and kind of moves his arms. Some celebrities have liked him and like they've done videos with him too. But my man, like, He's some of those videos he's doing in several different areas where he's doing the same dance. Now, that looks simple, but he has to go to multiple different locations to get that video to play out like that. And that's like that's that's that I think it's like 20 second, 30 second video probably took all day for him to do because he had to go to different locations to get that to go. And then he has to post that and hope that video does well. And if the video does well, bang, there you go. But, you know, again, that you're taking a gamble. You wasted a whole day, maybe two days, maybe even a week doing this one video that's only going to be about 20 something seconds long now if that's not ambition i don't know what is so you know again the amount of effort and work it takes in the ground and remind you you're not making any money off of that you don't know if you're going to make money off of that you don't even know if you're going to succeed in that so to just to like again what she's saying contradicts what her whole argument's been because to make money on tiktok 
you got to go a long time not making anything on there before you actually do make money on there. Yeah. And I feel like she wasn't she like on like like on roll with that like in the video like she was saying like okay like if you do TikTok I, I consider that ambitious like saying that like you know you don't no, have to No, she was saying if you made money on TikTok. She said if you make money on TikTok. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So it's not just the art of you just doing it, but you have to be making money from it. Yes. And that's why I said what I said, because you're not going to make money off the off rip on TikTok, bro. That's not how that works. Yeah. I mean, it's like YouTube. It's exactly like YouTube. You can't just slap anything up there and think it's going to work or be viral. It, 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 it takes a lot of work, which people don't. Uh, I mean, it's like anything else. I might even say what people don't realize. Like, of course, it looks easy, but when you dive into the nitty-gritty of how, what it takes for it to get to that form that you're looking at at that moment, a lot does play into that. Yeah, and Especially I... Since I know, um, know the creative people at my job, like, work their butts off to make the magic that, that they do. Yeah, bro, and, like, a lot of things people don't understand. Like, you know, you might have some people that make it look easy, but the thing is, is that you may have those ones that get, like, a high, uh, a high following right out the gate, but then you gotta keep that content going. And, you know, some people, they are able to do it. Some people, they, they they get a lot of views right out the gate, but then they smack that ceiling. And then that's when the real work comes in. So they were they were real successful again, like, you know, a couple thousand of views. Maybe they got ten thousand, tens of thousands of views. But then when you slap that wall and you're facing your first stress of adversity, because this whole YouTube thing has been real easy. But now you got to, like, find a way to overcome that hurdle. And then what you might start losing subscribers. You might start losing views. And then you start freaking out because, oh, this was easy, but it's not easy no more. How you overcome that? Then you got to really get on the ground and really start putting in the effort and time, bro. That's why, you know, sometimes it's okay with the slow approach. You know, you find yourself, you figure yourself out, and then people slowly start vibing what you're doing. Or, you know, you come with an approach where you try to build a character, and maybe that might work for you, or maybe it might not. You know, if you ask people like Derek Jackson, it worked for a little bit until they got caught. But then you look at a situation where, you know, you have the, remember the people that would, like, prank regular people on the street and annoy people and be a nuisance that was picking up for a while but then you know those dudes start getting clapped and then like not everybody wanted to do that anymore but even that had its, right. its rise but then guess what it's not a rise anymore no one bangs with those videos like all right you might make a couple couple thousand views and stuff I've, i know people personally i did that and they got a little successful but now they're trying to be an influencer but the views aren't coming the same that they're the, the 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 rise they were having from being a nuisance to people to now trying to do what they're trying to do now is not correlating the same way and they got to put in more work it's not coming as fast because you know sometimes what was your quick come up isn't your permanent come up you know what i mean yeah i don't know she she just has a lot to learn so like i mean you could definitely tell she's a lot younger yeah, I think she just listens to a lot of these celebrities and what they talk, and she's like, that's what I want, or, you know, I want that, but I want to also make my own because I want to be independent and stuff. Like, like, bro, you got to listen. You got to realize that a lot of these celebrities are talking from a place of privilege. You know, a lot of these celebrities that want a man that's going to be like this or want somebody that's going to be like this, they're in the situation to meet those people. When Saweetie says she wants a guy that's um, that, at minimum, make a million dollars, She's around, that's her circle. She's around people that are millionaires or dudes that make millions and millions and millions of dollars. Those are gonna, those are always going to be her constant company because she's uh, she's a millionaire. She's a high six, she's a seven-figure earner. 
if not more. She has a deal with McDonald's. She has multiple other deals. I think she just got, she just did another deal with something else. So she's making bank. So of course, the people that's going to be surrounding her are people that also make millions of dollars. So she can say, "Yo, I, I don't bang with any dude that don't make a million dollars." Why? Because most of the dudes she's around, most of her circle is people that make millions of dollars. So it's easy for her to meet a guy like that. But you know, women who are fantasizing that or looking up to her, bro, what do you make? Are you involved in those circles? Because to find a guy that makes them that is a millionaire is a low percentage. That percentage is lower than a percentage of finding a dude that makes six figures, and even that's low. So. I don't think these, yeah. these. I don't. I don't think when they listen to these people talk, they look at the whole spectrum of what they're saying in their lifestyle. I think they just listen to the numbers and the glitz and the glamour and all this sparkle, sparkle, and think like, "Yo, that's no, that's what I want. I'm on that because she's got, she got my mindset. I, I bang with that. Like, no, bro, no, you don't, because you don't understand the fine, the fine details. You're not reading that fine print. All right, so let's listen yeah, to the last. Oh, go ahead, bro. No, I was just to say, just as a quick tidbit, yeah, you pretty much hit that last thing where it's like if you're going to have those financial expectations out of your person you're looking for, you should be at that same level as well. Yeah, or at least close to it. you got to be close to it so that way you're, cir- you're surrounding yourself with people with that mindset. All right, let's 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 watch a little bit more. I think we're pretty much getting the gist of this. I want to hear this last little bit because I do think they might hit some more important topics, but if not, we're probably going to end the video after that. So she has her standards. Your standards might not be the same, okay? And you guys are boys, right? Hold on, hold on. Let me finish talking. So for her, she would want you to work. She would require for you to work. Not all. But the question is about her. For example, if you if you do if you're a footballer, four star, that's working. Oh, so you know, you're working. Okay, working. How do you feel? How do you feel? Yes, yeah, if the roles were reversed, yeah, mm-hmm. and you wasn't working, and a guy turned you down because he wasn't working. It's understandable. I'm like, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because by the time, by the time you've expected that from me, like you're there for the money. So when you got this ambitious man that works in McDonald's, why when he gets using his elevator and he broke? all right so i think i'm gonna cut it off there um but one thing that they pointed out that literally contradicted each other was the guy said all right what if the roles were reversed right and the guy was dating you but he found out you weren't working so he dropped you the girl one of the girl's response not the main girl but one of the girl's responses was like well then yeah he was just here for the money anyway but but earlier in the video they was like, yo, if he's not working, I don't want to talk to him. So does that mean based on your standards, you're only there for the money? Which based on Maybe the double standard, which is also based on like, you know, what I've been saying since the beginning of this video is like a lot of people idolize these celebrities and what they said. They only bang with dudes that make a lot of money. They're only there for the money. And these people sound right because you want someone that's going to make that money. You can say you want to make your own, your own bread. You want to make your own bag. But when the other dudes making more, he's. Fine, wine, wine and dine, you can stack your money up. Next thing you know, you don't want any dude that doesn't do that. That's the dude you want. So, I, you know, which begs me to feel like these women, they want to be independent, but they want to be selectively independent. They want to independently make their own money, but they don't want to spend their own money. 
So there goes the there goes there goes it right there. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap because you capping when you talking about oh you know you want to do this equally ambitious as you. Nah, bro. Nah, because when it, when when you get down to the nitty gritty, you really just want to do that's gonna provide for both of you while you stack your bread up and spend your money on what you want to spend it on. That's not independent. That's just using. Yeah, I think we just have to be careful and understand just one important crucial thing that uh, gender roles are never they're not uh, I believe I'm using this term, this term right. They're not timeless. You know, things evolve. Things change. The gender roles we had in the 19 fucking mm, I'm sorry, but I had to just drop it. The, the gender roles we had in that uh, space and time were there because, you know, it fit the mold of that time. You know, uh, traditionally companies, that, that's when we had a lot of factory workers where traditionally companies, once the men were working for them, you know, they took care of you for the rest of your life. You know, you had a pension, so like, oh, you had to do was work all these years after high school and then, you know, what happened? Back then, they also used to provide a place for them to live. So, like, you know, it was easier for the man to just provide everything. Not to mention that back then, women could do a lot of things. So, but also, it was just kind of like the net. But also, Wes, I just want to put in that the cost of living was much lower back then, too. So, it was much more sustainable exactly. on a one-person income. Exactly. So, even if, like, you know, and then even when, like, you know, if women did work, it's it just still, it, 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 it just, it, it doesn't take away from my point that that was the time where, so now... To your point, things are more expensive. You know, women can do a lot more things. A lot there's a lot more women empowerment. A lot of women, you know, like my wife, for example, don't they don't even feel comfortable with being like a stay at home mom. You know, if, if that's cool for you, that's cool for you. But you know, some women don't like that. You know, they actually want to work. They want their own. You know, they, they want it to be a partnership. So, just at the end of the day, it's just whatever's best for you. Uh, like, is in like you, is in like the individual. You know, you there isn't going to be this one glove fits all type of thing that you can just shove everyone into it's just it, you know it's never really going to work because even by the time our kids are growing up it'd be completely different where you, i mean it, it could be completely perverse where it's expected for the man to be at home and the woman to work you know like 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 life just changes like that yeah man this it's each own like you know when we when we first started this episode i was talking about you know the spectrum of sex and how you know we label things that we're not comfortable with in a way to make it look bad it's the same way with uh, the with the gender roles in terms of a relationship, bro. Like, you know, like if you want to be a stay-at-home dad, you want to be with the kids. Look, I have a kid now. I I get if you want to be stay-at-home dad, bro. I don't want I don't want to send my kid, my son to a daycare cuz I just don't trust that they're going to be able to take care of my son and make sure he's perfectly fine. Like there's days where, you know, the missus at work, I'm home watching a kid and I, I'm like, bro, no better hands than mine. That's my mindset. So you want to be a stay-at-home dad? I get it. I get it, bro. It's not a fact that you just want to be lazy. You don't want to do anything. No, I get I get the reason why. Um, but at the same time, I want to, I don't, I have a problem with letting someone handle the whole burden and I'm part of the burden. I have a problem with that. So I get, I get both ends of the spectrum. I just chose to go one way with it where, you know, if you choose to go the other way, that's perfectly fine. I think people that want to label that as a negative thing, you just don't understand it. Like, um, one one thing I want to get into that's a little separate is this. I don't want to get into it too much because it's definitely 
definitely a heavy topic, but it's this alpha mentality. Like everyone wants to go out their way to say, oh, I'm an alpha, I'm an alpha. Bro, I don't know what's the correct answer to that. If you were to tell me, Paul, what is an alpha? Alpha male. I don't know. I'm, I I don't know if I fit that mode. I've had some people say like my mindset fit that mode, but I don't know, bro. I just think what I want is real simple. There's certain things I'm willing to tolerate, certain things I'm not going to tolerate. If you want to try to push that agenda, then you can get out my face. <laughs> like, I, that's just how it is for me. Now, if that makes me have an alpha mindset, well, you know, I guess good for me. But I don't really, I don't really consider myself that. I just consider myself, bro. I got my standards. I got the things I want to tolerate. I got things I will not tolerate. I have friends I make. I have friends I, just, I have people that I don't consider friends because I don't vibe with their energy or their energy is not on my level. Simple as that. But like, who's the alpha? Who's not the alpha? Why does it matter, bro? Do you either have things you tolerate? You have things you don't tolerate. If y'all are both in agreement with that, cool. If you are sacrificing some things because you're not happy, then you don't need to be with that person. Now, the things you're not willing to sacrifice are things that are stupid. Then, you know, you maybe after the sixth person, you realize, maybe I need to look at what I'm holding my standards to. And you realize that you need to fix that. But if you're like, bro, don't talk to me like I'm trash. That's the standard. If someone's going to talk to you like they're trash, drop that person. If your standard is like, bro, I just want to play the game and she ain't trying to let me just play the game. Bro, didn't compromise. But bro, she wants, she's like, all right, I can play like two hours a day, bro. I got to play like eight hours. Like, bro, no one needs to play the game eight hours a day. Unless that's how you make your income is on streaming. You don't need to play the game eight hours a day. If you're not making, that thing is not providing any wealth to your relationship or into your career. You don't need to play ARs game. Take this from somebody who bought uh, Spider Ultimate Spider Man, and I beat that game in a day. You don't need to play a game eight hours a day. It does not contribute to your life in any way, so it's, it's any shape or form, bro. And like when I mean to tell you a gamer, fun fact here: when we was talking about grinding, making money, right? The PlayStation Three was six hundred dollars. I think when it came out, I was like twelve or thirteen. I didn't have a job, job, bro. I worked my butt off and saved my money up and bought the PlayStation at retail price for six hundred something dollars. Thirteen year old bro, I saved my money up. My cousin gave me a ride out to Best Buy, bought that PlayStation Three on my own accord, bro. It was dumb expensive, bought it. That's how much of a gamer I was. I'm telling you, eight hours a day is completely unnecessary, especially like especially when you got to work and do everything. Um, right. But yeah, so it's just like, bro, like you got to understand like where, what you're compromising on. You want to be treated like a human being? That's a realistic compromise. You want someone that's going to also go 50-50 on the bills and not just put all the stuff on you. That's a realistic goal to set for yourself as a realistic standard. Does that make you alpha male or alpha female because that's what you want? All right, well, so be it. But these are reasonable standards. Now, if you're talking about, bro, I want to hang out with the guys and go to strip clubs. My wife don't want me to do that. Bro, like that's, you know... Dial it back, <laughs> like, like dial it back. It's not, it's not that, it's not that big of a deal. Or you're like a girl, like he don't want me to hang out with my friends just because I dance on do sometimes. Yeah, you know, chill out. You know, you're doing too much. That's you. That's not your hill to die on. If that's really what you want to do, then you know maybe you don't want to be in a relationship. Or you know, let's let's it's those kind of things. You got to realize the things that you know you do want to do, don't want to do. Uh, that whole alpha mentality, trying to be the alpha, I gotta be the alpha, I gotta be the alpha, bro. Like, you know, do you? You know, tolerate what you want to tolerate, be what you want to be. Um, and, like, that's that's literally what it is, bro. So, like, all these people, all these these young kids with this mindset of, like, you know, spending money, this, that, the third, got to make money, this. Bro, you're young. 
like even the stuff I'm talking about with alpha males and females, all stuff. Like when you're a teenager, don't worry about that stuff. You know, worry about you know being on your grind. You out here trying to impress the opposite sex. I guarantee the opposite sex is more impressed with somebody that's on their grind, regardless of what it is. It doesn't need to be working at McDonald's. So you're on your grind with these grades because you got goals. Being heavily goal driven is 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 a key to like bringing in the opposite sex or the same sex. Doesn't matter whatever floats your boat. So, but this whole thing of like, oh, what's your finances looking like, bro? At 17, 18, 19 year old, you don't have any finances. And the reason why, from what I said in the beginning of the video, you don't own a house. You don't have a car. If you do have a car, it's probably like not even like in the 2000s. That's that's not, you don't have financial standard. And if you do have a car, do you pay your car? No. Do you pay for your car insurance? Cool. Do you have a place to live? Because I guarantee you, you ain't pulling nobody if your apartment is your car. That's facts. Unless, unless they truly love you. Hey, they truly love you. Then guess what? You're not worried about finances. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's also true. Yeah. So like, yo, like that's facts right there. But um, I hope you guys are enjoying enjoyed this episode of Good Bros. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the stuff we talked about. I hope you guys are banging what we were basically got into. You know, everything from um, you know my interesting week before we started this podcast to a bunch of young kids talking about yo we got to worry about our finances because you know 19 years old i ain't trying like i ain't trying to live off my parents at 19 bro like you know i gotta i gotta get out here and make this money um i take it from me bro if yeah. if you don't have a bad household and your parents aren't unstable and pre- you have a pretty stable household shut up if your parents are gonna let you chill there until yeah. you get your life together shut up because you don't know it until you've lived it. And, you know, me and Wes, we lived it. You know, we lived through the issues of having single-parent households. We lived through the issues of, you know, not having enough money where you got to work because you got to provide, you know. So if you if you have that option, then shut up. You know, you, you don't know what you're talking about. You This whole, oh, I got to grind, shut up. You don't you don't know what a real grind is. You don't know what a real struggle is. If if you have people that's willing to provide for you and they're just they're like, you got the parents that just say, I just want you to focus on school. Like, bro, they don't want me to be, they don't want me to be independent. Shut up. Cause you don't really know what independency is because like, there's so many people out in the world that wish they had that, but didn't have the option. You know, I didn't have the luxury. Yeah, man. I didn't have the luxury of going to a college or focusing on just college and not having to get a job. Like, like college wasn't even a factor in my life. I had, I make, I made college a factor in my life much later in my life. So Yeah. It's certain things I wish I could be able to do. I wish yeah, I had the college experience. I, I never had that. Never had a college experience. I don't know how fun college could be. Really don't. So, and that's because I didn't have the choice. That wasn't in cards for me. That's just how life that life folded. My son. Hopefully, my son gets to enjoy that. I I I'm I aged out. I'm twenty. I'm twenty eight years old. Me having a fun college experience is long gone. So, and I'm okay with that. You know, that's just how the cookie crumbled for me. But for for you guys talking yeah, about. Bro, I'm 17, 18, y'all gotta be out here grinding, y'all gotta make this bread. Yo, if your household is stable, shut up. If your household's not stable, then yeah, I totally get it, yo, because that's that's what I had to do. But if you got a stable household, you got people that's willing to provide for you, people that's willing to give you allowance, no, no, no reason they're willing to give you allowance, they want to pay for your phone bill and all this stuff. They just want you to be an adult and go to school and and make something of yourself or figure out what you want to do with your life. Shut up. That's that's yeah, facts. And just go with the flow. Yeah. And if you write about any fictional characters and they want to have any identities, you let them have what you let them be what they want to be, and watch out for these robots. Right, let them be what they want to be. Watch out for T2s, bro, because they got T2s out here that's willing to like you know 
give you that alone time, if you get what I mean. They get they're real. They have personalities. You can customize them. It's dangerous out here. Sex dolls are evolving, bro. <laughs> but now nah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Good Bros. I'm Paul. This is my man's. This is your boy Wes Lowe. Follow your man's on on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Paul Starts. Only if you want to look at it's me wilding out because I don't really I don't really have the most most PG Twitter. I'll be wilding out on there. If you don't mind that, then follow me on Twitter. If you do mind that, then don't follow me at all because you know I just I just be saying some crazy things that come to mind. But you know, follow my man's Westlow because he does photography work and stuff like that. So you know, if you want if you want like to you know increase your your socials, follow him. You just want to laugh at some yeah, weird yeah. stuff, then just follow me on Twitter because I just be posting weird stuff and just be wilding. But that's it for the good bros. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you come back for more, and we will see you next time. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.